All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 1st of November. China's leadership signaled that further stimulus measures are being planned as disappointing economic data showed that the current piecemeal approach isn't working. The signal of increased urgency came just hours after purchasing manager reports showed an across-the-board deterioration that risks spilling into a broader drag on global growth. China's economy is being damaged by its trade war with the US and a domestic debt cleanup. The Bank of Japan tweaked its monthly bond buying plan for a third time in a row as it seeks to boost activity in the world's second largest debt market. The central bank reduced the number of days on which it would buy bonds in the one to five year maturities by one while increasing the amount that it could possibly purchase at each operation according to a statement. US stocks rallied for a second day despite suggestions that yesterday's rise might just have been a dead cat pounce. The dollar added to a 16-month high and Treasury yields jumped. The S&P 500 and Dow climbed by nearly a percent each, while the Nasdaq rose about 2%. In Asia this morning, the Japanese Nikkei was trading with cuts of nearly a percent, while the other two early risers were trading in the green. Automotive companies will be in focus back home with the release of the sales data for the month of October scheduled for today. In other news, the Indian Railways has effected an 8.75% increase in freight rates for key commodities such as coal, steel, iron ore and raw materials for steel plants. The freight rates for food grains, flour, pulses, fertilizers, salt and sugar have not been increased. The rates for cement and petroleum products, including diesel, have also not been increased. The price of subsidized cooking gas was today hiked for the sixth straight month, this time by 2.94 rupees per cylinder. India has jumped 23 places on the World Bank's Doing Business Index as the country made it easier to start a business, deal with construction permits and facilitated quicker cross-border trade. It's now ranked at 77, the highest in South Asia, up from 100 last year. A revival plan presented by ILNFS was accepted by the National Company Law Tribunal on Wednesday, paving the way for a resolution in the debt-laden conglomerate's problems. In earnings, Larson & Tubro's profit rose for the 11th straight quarter, beating the highest analyst estimate. Net profit rose 22% on a yearly basis to 2,230 crore rupees in the third quarter. Vedanta's profit during the quarter declined, however, and its operational performance fell well short of estimates. Net profit declined 34% on a year-on-year basis to 1,343 crore rupees. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How is it looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are strong but the SGX Nifty is indicating a muted start. We're in the midst of the earnings season. Two Nifty companies that come out with numbers today include HPCL and HDFC. The other numbers include RT Industries, Arvind, Berger Paint, DLF, GlaxoSmithKline, Marico, SRF, Tata Communications, uh, Trent, Zuari Agro. So these are all the companies that will report numbers today. Strong numbers were reported from LNT, Adani Power, Canara Bank, HEG and United Spirits. Weak numbers were reported from Vedanta, Castrol and Syndicate Bank, while inline numbers were reported from Tata Motors and Sanofi India. 
The big news in the banking space is that Indusind Bank has finally declared its exposure to ILNFS. They have said that the exposure is 3025 crores. The exposure of uh, 2000 crore to the holding company and 1025 crore to the operating entities of the company. Adani reconsiders the mine plan for Carmichael coal projects in Queensland to allow production with a much lower initial capital investment. Aisha Motor reports production loss of 25,000 units of motorcycle for the month of September and October due to labor issues at the Chennai manufacturing unit. ONGC clarifies it has terminated the oil rig contract with Mercator on October 10th. Bosch India will consider a share buyback proposal on November 5th. Shriram EPC bags and orders worth almost 236 crores from drinking and water sanitization department of Jharkhand government and Lemon Tree Hotel signs an agreement for 27 room city hotel in Bhutan. In terms of bulk deals HBM Healthcare has acquired 5 lakh shares in Solara Active Pharma and MHD India Fund has sold in 8 lakh shares in Strides Pharma Sciences. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that log on to our website bloomberqueen.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan and thank you all for listening in as always. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.